Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hey, hey, so what do you think of the new intro? I have been planning to redo the introduction to the show for months, and I was putting it off waiting for my new iPhone app to be done, but that's taking a little bit longer than anticipated, so I decided to just pull the trigger. Anyways, let's dive right into today's topic. A few months ago, I did an episode on how to make breakfast a fat-burning meal. I'll link to that in the show notes if you haven't checked it out yet. And that has been one of the most popular episodes of this podcast. And I find that lunch tends to be a pretty tricky meal for a lot of people because they're out of the house. And so... I figured since the breakfast episode was so helpful and so popular that I would create a lunch episode. It is all about food choices that contribute to fat loss, but also that contribute to hormone balance so that your energy stays steady and your hunger is controlled and you're making progress towards your goals. Here's what I find. When people struggle with their lunch choices, they also struggle with their dinner choices because lunch either did not satisfy them, so they overeat later, or lunch did not create hormonal balance, so they have a lot of cravings and they have lower energy later in the day and they end up making bad choices in response to low energy or to those cravings. And so mastering lunch is super important. Breakfast is great because it's foundational and so many people feel much more stable energy and much fewer cravings, less hunger when they master breakfast. And lunch, I feel like, is the, well, obviously it's the next meal, so it's the next logical step, but it plays a big role in that difficult evening time because it is the setup. So we're going to tackle lunch and the format of this show is going to be a little different. So if this is your first episode of Primal Potential Podcast, please refer back to some other more normal ones because this is going to be a little bit listical, right? We're going to be kind of going through a list of different lunch ideas, not really sticking to the same educational or motivational format that we do with our other shows. But after you listen to this episode, please let me know, was it helpful? Do you like this? Should I do one for dinner or dessert or snacks? Email me for sure. And speaking of email, on the show notes page for this episode, I am going to link to a recent email that I sent out to everybody on my free VIP email list that has three five-minute or less recipes that are not only do I think delicious, but also very fat loss friendly. So it's definitely worth being on that list to get those kinds of tips and recipes. And I am going to link to those recipes on the show notes page for this episode. So let's talk lunch, all right? When it comes to lunch, my own personal food rules are still applied and I encourage my clients to implement these too. You've probably heard me talk about my food rules before. Number one is eat foods I love, 
right? I do not eat food that I do not enjoy eating. There are some vegetables that I don't like, so I don't eat them because they're not yummy. And I only eat foods I really love. Number two, as crazy as it sounds, it is so important that it makes the list two out of three, make enough for leftovers. I am a huge fan of dinner leftovers for lunch because not only is it easy, it saves time. And if I'm eating foods I love, I look forward to having stuff left over for the next day. And then the third is that I always focus on fat protein, and fiber. And when I say fiber, I'm not talking about fiber from carbohydrates like bread. I'm talking about fiber from non-starchy vegetables. So those three food rules will be up on the show notes page, but eat foods I love, make enough for leftovers, and focus on fat, protein, and fiber. And that's absolutely true for lunchtime meals. Some people, like me, Love really simple. The faster, the better. The fewer dishes, the better. Other people want more options. They want something more complex. They love spending a lot of time in the kitchen or doing food prep, and that's totally cool. You're not like me, but that's okay. There's no right or wrong. And in this episode, we're going to talk about both those strategies, right? The kind of more complex lunch ideas, super, super simple lunch ideas, and also eating out strategies. On the show notes page, I will link to recipes as well as other ideas from chefs, because I am not a chef, trust me. If you've ever eaten anything I've cooked, you know I'm not a chef. I keep things really simple. But there'll be recipes from Nom Nom Paleo and Everyday Paleo over on the show notes page at primalpotential.com. For fat loss, the elements of lunch are very simple. And in the fat loss food guide, I talk about a breakdown of recommended elements for fat loss meals and how they differ at breakfast time, at lunch time, and at dinner time. And today we're going to talk specifically about lunch. You want to make sure that you are getting protein, okay? You want to make sure that you have a source of protein. And all of the examples I give today will have this combination of protein, fat, and non-starchy vegetables. As best you can, you want to hit those three elements. That is how you will make sure that you satisfy your hunger, that you silence cravings, right? And that you sustain your energy through the rest of the day while keeping a stable mood and not feeling like you need a snack 30 minutes later, an hour later. As best you can, you really want to hit these elements of protein, fat, and non-starchy vegetables from whole foods. And I also really, really recommend that you follow the golden rules of carbs and fat loss. But when I talk about the golden rules of carbs and fat loss, and I will link to them in the show notes for this episode, remember, please, that food is a spectrum. And you want to do what represents an improvement for you, an improvement for you. So if you are currently eating a sub sandwich and chips at lunch, can you make progress including fruit with your lunch? Of course you can. Of course you can, right? When we talk about the golden rules of carbs and fat loss and keeping the carbs at night, that doesn't mean that you can never have carbs at lunch. Do what represents an improvement for you. And like I said, if you are currently doing bread at lunch and chips or pretzels or some snacky thing and a soda full of sugar, then narrowing that down to one carb choice is a heck of a lot better than having three 
or four. So do what represents an improvement for you. Okay, that's really important. What foods do you love? How can you deconstruct foods you love to make sure that they're friendly for lunch? Because not everybody's home to prepare a meal at lunch. And even if you are, you might not have the time or the desire to do that. A lot of people are bringing their lunch to work or getting lunch at work, eating out. One of my clients likes a lot of variety at lunch. The more options, the more textures, the more flavors she has, the more satisfied she feels. And that's important. You have to know what satisfies you. If you are somebody where you really need something crunchy at lunch, then make sure that you're working that into your lunch plan, right? Other people just want it to be easy, and that's doable too. For me, it's got to be delicious, and it has to be super fast. The fewer dishes, the better. Now I want to dive into really specific ideas, like these are recommendations, have this for lunch. And this is where we're going to break format, and I'm going to throw ideas about you and talk about, throw ideas about you? No, not about you. These ideas are not about you. Throw ideas at you and talk about how I prepare and make things for lunch, kind of going into this listicle format. So again, I really would love to know if this is helpful for you or if you would prefer this in some other format and stick to the regular flow of things for podcasts. All right. So one thing that I think is easy for lunch and easy because it's quick to make, but it's also very portable and convenient to eat at your desk, to keep with you at work or whatever else, any derivation of chicken salad or tuna salad, right? These are very easy. They require little time. For chicken salad, the great thing is you can use leftovers, right? If you had chicken for dinner earlier in the week, you can use those leftovers. Or you can pick up a rotisserie chicken and just pull it apart. I will literally just tear a chicken apart with my hands, throw it in some Tupperware, and have it to make chicken salad later. For tuna or salmon, I use wild-caught fish packed in water. But honestly, this is a small rock. You can buy whatever. And in addition to being very easy, these are also super, super affordable. So a word on how I make these. Yup, I often use mayonnaise. I buy it. A lot of people are like, oh my gosh, you buy mayo? Listen, it's a small rock, right? It is a very small rock. I typically buy the Whole Foods or the Trader Joe's brand, but really, whatever. Whatever you want. If you want to make it yourself and be a purist, that's cool. If you buy Hellman's, not a big rock, not a big deal. It it is not going to be the reason that you gain weight or don't lose weight because of a tablespoon of mayo. So this is how I roll. A tiny bit, usually about a tablespoon of mayo, about equal parts Dijon mustard. Then I'll add pickle juice, And celery salt, right? If I'm doing chicken or tuna, I will add pickle juice or celery salt. I do not add pickle juice to salmon. I think that would be weird, but maybe you love it. And then I add veggies. I like the crunch when I'm doing this because the the meat itself doesn't give much texture. So I will add celery or bell pepper or tomato. You can do anything you want here. And then what do you do it with, right? What else do you have with this? You can put it over salad. You can eat it on its own. Um, Sometimes if I'm doing this post-workout, I'll have it alongside a sweet potato. And I also really love uh, taking a whole tomato and kind of cutting it down the center and then horizontally to that, kind of creating some wedges, but never cutting the bottom of the tomato. So it's kind of like a bowl and stuffing it in there. I also really love it with raw cucumber. With salmon, I keep it really simple. I will just do about a tablespoon of mayo. That's it, some salt. I love to take an avocado 
and cut it in half, remove the pit, and then where the holes are on either side, I'll put the salmon salad right there in the avocado. So easy, takes like a minute or less, and it's so delicious. The avocado, you get the great fats. The salmon is a good blend of protein and fat, and then you can add any veggies alongside that. Deviled eggs are another fat loss friendly and convenient egg option. Pretty self-explanatory in how to create deviled eggs. Or you can switch it up a little bit by mashing an avocado in with your egg yolks for just a little bit more nutrient density, a little bit more healthy fats with those eggs. If you're home, a quick and easy lunch option is bacon and eggs or any derivation of that, right? Omelets, frittatas, you can make it as simple or as fancy as you would like. One other lunch option that I really love, and again, we're kind of just going down a list here of fat loss friendly lunch options, is steak and salad. And I usually do this in the form of leftovers. If I grill steak for dinner, or even if I order steak at a restaurant, I'll typically order a bigger piece than I know I'm going to eat so that I can use the leftovers for lunch the next day. And I have no issue eating it cold. I don't usually like to reheat meat because I think it makes it a little tough, but I think it's great, a cold leftover steak over some salad, or if you have leftover dinner veggies from the night before. I love to create a wedge salad, keep it super simple with some tomatoes. I think it's awesome. And I'll often make my own salad dressing. And this is not a statement about me being fancy. This is so basic. I literally just whip it together and I don't even usually mix it ahead of time, quite frankly. I'll do equal parts oil and vinegar. For oil, I usually do extra virgin olive oil or MCT oil. And for the vinegar, I often do balsamic. Every once in a while, I will do red wine vinegar. Then I'll do either garlic or shallot. Just dice up a clove of garlic, something like that. And then add maybe a teaspoon of Dijon mustard and salt and pepper to taste. I mean, that's like a really basic salad dressing formula that I use with whatever oil or vinegar I have on hand. Another lunch option, and this is a go-to for me on a regular basic, uh, is uh, salmon cakes. You guys know I love salmon cakes, and I use the recipe from the 21 Day Sugar Detox. It's a recipe from Diane Sanfilippo. It's basically canned salmon, a little bit of coconut flour, egg, salt, pepper, green onion. And what I do is I'll form the patties ahead of time, and then I'll freeze them. So it takes no time at all to pull it out of the freezer, drop it in the pan, really simple and easy with whatever veggies on hand. Another lunch option is, I God, I hate this word. I don't, every time I say it, I'm like, really? Meat muffins. I'm, I'm not calling them that anymore. Mini meatloafs. Can we say that? I hate the phrase meat muffin. It makes me cringe every time I say it. But anyway, the great thing about these little mini meatloafs is that you can eat them hot or cold. The cold really doesn't bother me. Some people are picky about food temperature. I am not. I love the recipe from Mary Shenouda, the paleo chef, for maca muffins. And she uses um, pork, ground pork, and puts some spices in them. So they're a little bit sweeter, although I tend to skip the maple syrup in her recipe. But you can do this with any ground meat, turkey, chicken, beef, bison, pork, whatever, or a mixture. And you just add egg, a little tiny bit of coconut flour, whatever spices you want, you bake them. And then I'll just keep, you know, 15 or so in the fridge and they're an easy snack, but you can also take a few of them because you just bake them in little muffin tins and you can just take a few for lunch with whatever veggies you have on hand because with the meat, you're getting that blend of both the protein and the fat. Lunch option, again, bunless burger, 
on its own, right? If you grill up a bunch of burgers for dinner, save the extras. Or if you're on the go and you're eating out, no matter where you are, you can get a burger without the bun. Top it with whatever you have on hand. I personally love avocado or a fried egg or just put a burger on top of a salad and chop it up and keep it really, really basic. I also like to take raw cabbage. And I will oftentimes, if I'm near a Whole Foods, they'll sell like shredded cabbage and shredded carrots like in a little plastic container. But you can also, at just about any grocery store, buy the pre-shredded cabbage. It's usually like the base for a coleslaw prep. Throw away whatever package of crap comes with it. But I will take this raw shredded cabbage and saute it with butter, And sometimes that's it. Sometimes coconut aminos uh, and top it with whatever meat I have on hand. So you can do chicken, you can do steak, you can do shredded pork, you can do absolutely anything. You can have this with the salmon cakes. But this is something that really fills me up. And I know with my clients, too, if they're experiencing hunger later in the afternoon, when I tell them to go back and add the fiber-rich veggies like cauliflower, uh, coleslaw, cauliflower, cabbage, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, they have a huge uptick in their satiety for the rest of the afternoon. Another really easy lunch option is shrimp cocktail, right? You can cook the shrimp ahead of time and keep them in the fridge, or you can just buy a thing of shrimp cocktail. And if you're thinking, isn't there sugar in the cocktail sauce? Again, not a big rock. Nobody is going to be 50 pounds overweight because they had too much cocktail sauce. It's just not going to happen. So, you know, if you if you want to make your own and be like a hero and, you know, grind your own horseradish and whatever else, that's cool. That's fine. More power to you. But ultimately, or just eat the cold shrimp. Um, ultimately, not a big rock. Shrimp cocktail, I think, is a great lunch option. You can also do lettuce wraps. You can make them your own or you can uh, buy them. But basically, just line a big lettuce leaf with whatever meat and veggies you want. I love the combination of turkey and bacon, tomato, and avocado. That makes me happy. And if you put pickles on there, I am so your girl. I will, pickles are like my thing. Totally obsessed. All right, ready for this one? This is going to sound a little strange. And I will preface this by saying, I do not like liver. But I love this liver mousse recipe from Against All Grain. It's a chicken liver mousse. And chicken liver is much more mild than beef liver. But the great thing about this recipe, it uses apples and onions and some white wine. It makes a ton. And then I use it kind of like a dip, right? So I'll have it with raw veggies. I love it with raw carrots or cucumber. And it lasts forever. And it's super convenient and portable because you can just throw it in a little thing, take it with you wherever you're at, and just use it like a dip with raw veggies. So the the chicken liver mousse from Against All Grain, I got to say, even being somebody that doesn't like liver, it does take some prep work. It's not super fast to make, but it'll last me like a week and a half, which I love. All right, this kind of goes along that because people are going to be like, what? I'm not sure I would like that. But duck rillette, Okay, if you are in the States, if you're in the United States and you have a Whole Foods near you, in the cheese section, they have this little like tub or tray of duck riette. It's basically a spread of duck meat and duck fat and some spices. And it is so portable. It's super delicious. It's a great blend of protein and fat without the sugars and things like that. And just like the liver mousse, I will have this with veggies or even just plain, like eat it with a fork. All right, another really convenient lunch option is kind of a a version of a taco salad. Just 
saute some ground meat and throw it in a dish with tomatoes, guacamole, whatever you have on hand. Super fast, super easy, really, really flavorful. And you can do this when you're out too. You know, you can get a salad without the beans or without the rice. And this just is very delicious, very filling and gives you that blend of your veggies, your protein and your fat. Another one that I love that kind of makes me think that I probably should have listed this at the top is I talked about how I love to take the um, salmon salad and stuff it in an avocado. This is also really good with crab. You can buy canned crab, right? And you take the crab meat, take an avocado, cut it in half, remove the pit, put the crab on top. It is so good, so creamy. You get the fat, you get the protein, have it alongside a salad. It's absolutely delicious. Now, what if you are eating lunch out? Like I mentioned, you can never go wrong with a burger without the bun, right? And I have a few options for those of you that live in the U.S., but anywhere you are, you can always do protein and veggies. Meat with veggies, salad with protein, steak with a salad, whatever it is, there's always, always an option. And like I say all the time, you get what you look for. If you're looking for a way, you'll find a way. If you're looking for an excuse, you'll find an excuse. Some of my favorite restaurants in the States for a quick and easy lunch option Jimmy John's, The Unwitch. You can do this at lots of places, uh, restaurant places like Witch Witch. You can get a lettuce wrap, but I love the combination of turkey with bacon, some avocado, veggies, whatever on a lettuce wrap. A lot of places, if you just ask if they do a lettuce wrap, even if they don't advertise it on the menu, they will do it for you. You guys also know I'm a big fan of Chipotle. I will get the salad bowl. I'll skip the rice and skip the beans at lunchtime and do the fajita veggies, chicken, pico, guac. Can I just say, though, that the whole thing with like, double protein. Most of us don't need double protein. If you're going to double anything, double the veggies. But most of us do not need double protein. Now, if you just crushed it at the gym, okay, I'm maybe not talking to you, but maybe even I am because really we just tend to lean towards the side of overfeeding a little bit. Some foods to really be aware of avoiding at lunchtime. And this is as much about fat loss as it is about energy and cravings and hunger. Because your food choices sometimes set you up to be more hungry later and have more cravings later. A lot of my clients will often experience kind of this afternoon hunger and they'll eat fruit or they'll eat carbs or they'll have a granola bar or a bag of pretzels. And that actually, while immediately it satisfies them, it sets them up for compensatory hunger and cravings later. So some stuff you really want to avoid, again, so you sustain your energy and do not experience the hunger and cravings later, avoid the stuff like chips and pretzels and Crackers. If you want some crunch, get it from veggies or from something else, but not from those kinds of things. Definitely stay away from the dried fruit and the trail mix kinds of things. Dried fruit are little sacks of sugar. They are sugar bombs that are just going to hit your bloodstream and nothing good is going to come from it. So definitely stay away from that. The flavored yogurts, they are really high in sugar. And when you have that kind of stuff at midday, you are setting yourself up. What goes up must come down. So when you elevate your blood sugar dramatically by having something like that, it's going to crash. You're not only going to have a drop 
off in energy and you're going to feel like you need a soda or you feel like you need a candy bar. But it's also with that drop in energy is going to come hunger and cravings, even though your body doesn't need fuel. Same thing is true for the granola bars. And then when you're when you're choosing your lunch options, especially if you're out to eat, skip the rice, the beans, the bread. They are not going to do anything for your hunger and your energy throughout the day. And of course, it goes without saying, the sugared beverages, there's just no place for them. There's no place for them from a health standpoint and certainly from a fat loss standpoint. In the show notes over on Primal Potential, I'm going to link to some fancier recipes for those of you who are less of a simpleton than I am. Things like spicy tuna cakes, um, zucchini and smoked salmon pinwheels, prosciutto wrapped peaches, um, pork lettuce wraps, things like that, asparagus bacon and egg salad, a steak and strawberry salad with maple almond butter dressing. I would personally skip the strawberries at lunch, but again, that's just because of where I'm at with my food choices spectrum. It's not to say that you should. So anyway, definitely check out the show notes for the list of options as well as some recipes, my own recipes, as well as recipes from people like Nom Nom Paleo and Everyday uh, Everyday Paleo. And hopefully that will give you some ideas. More than anything, though, guys, please let me know if this is helpful or if you don't like this kind of listicle format of the podcast. No hard feelings. I do want to know what is valuable for you because this is your podcast. And as normal, lately here, we've got this What I Ate Yesterday segment at the end of the show, which you guys are telling me you enjoy. So as long as you're enjoying it, I'm going to keep doing it. What I Ate Yesterday. I only had one cup of Bulletproof coffee in the morning and I should have had two because I was struggling through my workout and I've been having a little bit of some low energy during my workouts and so I'm trying to tweak what I am eating and you'll you'll see that reflected in the next few episodes. But uh, yeah, I had one cup of Bulletproof coffee yesterday morning. Then after my workout, I had some shredded duck and raw veggies, like pulled meat kind of duck, like like pulled porkish, except it wasn't a pig, it was a duck. Um, and then uh, dinner time was a lettuce wrap. And I think I posted this on uh, Instagram. Dinner was a lettuce wrap with turkey, basil pesto. I love basil. Like you can put it on anything and I'm just going to devour it. Basil pesto, tomatoes, bacon, avocado. Oh, and I found the most beautiful heirloom tomato and I cut it up and covered it with salt and ate that plain by itself after I finished my lettuce wrap because it was so pretty and I just love tomatoes. Love, love, love. So anyway, hope that was helpful for you. Do let me know. Shoot me an email. Get on the VIP email list over at primalpotential.com. Check out the recipes. If you have other ideas that you want me to add, let me know. And if you'd like to see more episodes like this with specifics either about snacks or dinner or desserts, whatever, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. And we will be back in a couple more days with another episode. So until then, I hope to hear from you. Keep up the great work. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.